Welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad you decided to listen to us today. We have designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. Our goal is to make this show relatable, realistic, and relative. We will bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to the Beyond Belief Podcast. It's your host, Bill. I'm joined with Alan. Dude, what's up? What's happening? Oh, man. You see it. (laughs) Well, nobody else does, but you do. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. I don't know. Uh, Are you done messing with stuff? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We are two minutes into this and you're... Not even two minutes. phone. I don't know. People. Uh, You know there's a function on there that says do not disturb. You should try that. It didn't disturb me. Uh, anyway. Really? Uh, anyways, golly, I don't. I don't even know. Listen, I'm going to turn mine on, even though nobody calls me. Because you know what I do? I tell people, "Hey, I'm going to be doing a podcast. Don't call." There you go. Anyways, <clears throat> well, these are people that I don't talk to. It's like these robo calls or whatever. Really? Yeah. No. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Hey, have you ever heard of metal? Fume fever. No. Other than when we talked about it the other day. <laughs> no. Yeah, me. Either. Well, I mean, I kind of heard of it. It's so galvanized metal, like a what? What? Say it. So you didn't hear about it until you experienced it? No, nah, I knew about it before, but oh, I never okay. experienced it. So okay. I kind of forgot about it. I got you. Right. So <clears throat> I was welding. Anyways, metal fume fever is. Uh, it's galvanized poisoning. It's the smoke from galvanized metal, which is a metal like on a fence pole, yeah, uh, like chain link fence. Right. So people that, I mean, obviously I can't point to anything. Nobody will see it. But if right. on a chain link fence, that fence post is galvanized. It prevents rust where it's supposed to until it loses the galvanized coating or finish. So anyways, you're not, you're not really supposed to weld that stuff, but you can. And you shouldn't weld it in an enclosed area right? without proper ventilation, like spray painting in your bathroom. <laughs> right. Probably not a good idea. Anyway, so it rained the other day and I was doing this project for a buddy of mine. And I was like, well, it won't be that big of a deal. I'll, I'll go slow. I'll take it in steps. And uh, that didn't work either. Anyways, so I was fine. I finished it. I spent eight hours on it. Well, probably about seven <clears throat> And I looked up at one point in my garage and it was filled with smoke. The welding produces a little bit of smoke, but I'm sure a lot of that was the galvanized uh, fumes. Anyways, the metal fume fever is a result of inhaling uh, metal fumes, obviously. Right. Uh, Trying to make it a shorter story. But anyways, that night I was... I was sick. Right. Like that stuff's no joke. You, so anyways, my wife looks it up. I'm telling her like, I'm feeling dizzy, nauseous. I've got the chills. It's like COVID all over. Right. She's like, well, you're not in contact with anybody. How would you get COVID? I'm like, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> right. Anyways, but that's, a, that's what the world's doing to us. So she looks it up and she starts reading the symptoms. And I have, I have pretty much all of them except from like bleeding from the eyes. I'm not bleeding from the eyes. But that's so I said, quit looking at the symptoms. Look at what, what do I do? (laughs) How do I feel better? (laughs) Like I could care less. I feel like junk. So I know I have something. Right. Anyway, she's like, well, in here, it talks about drinking a glass of whole milk. (laughs) I'm like, we don't have whole milk. (laughs) Right. Anyways, long story short, took me two days, man, to get over that. And it was, man, it was no fun. Right. So anyways, learned a lesson open some windows or some doors. And my brother, he's a, he's like, oh, I thought you had a, uh, 
a, a fume extractor. I said, nah, I'm not a multi-million dollar business. Right. My fume extractor is opening a door <laughs> and a window. <laughs> right. And turning a fan on. So Anyways. welcome to Welding Today with yeah, your host. Right, right. You tuned into the wrong podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, so we wanted to talk about what well, you wanted to. You pick all the topics. I don't get to pick anything. You're like, hey, you this is the topic. Th- nah, you said this is a topic we're doing. No, nah, you can pick anything you want. <clears throat> I'm just, I got like a, a bunch of topics. I saw your page. Oh my goodness. Golly. Anyways. All right. So we're about five minutes into it now uh, and your phone hasn't gone off again. So we're good to start. I put it on do not disturb. Oh, you know I how did. to do that. No, yeah. I learned. Oh, all right. There we go. Probably looked it up. Um, opportunity. Yeah. All right. So tell me what you want to talk about with opportunity. What is, what is, what direction do you want to head in? So we want to take an opportunity to discuss opportunity with you. Opportunity. Um, to me, it came to me the other day. I was, I can't recall how, but I was thinking, you know, receiving our salvation is the greatest opportunity we will ever have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Beyond anything in this world. And, um, and it's, you know, we all have that opportunity. That's, I think that's what it was about. You know, I was listening to something and they were talking about, you know, not everyone has the same opportunities in life and this and that and everything, (laughs) but actually receiving your salvation is an opportunity. Everyone has, Yeah, it levels the playing field. Um, you know, a relationship with, with God through Jesus Christ encompasses so much when a person is diligent and serious about that. So anyway, well, every, like I think everybody has opportunities. I think we, I think when we start to point out the disadvantages and I'm talking about the social side of things, not the yeah, spiritual yeah, side. Yeah, exactly. We all, everybody places limits and then they, and then they want to point out, uh, distressors and things that take advantage of people's opportunities. And that's to me, I mean, I'm not, it's whatever I, people get right. off on the wrong thing on this. Absolutely. And and I, I totally agree. Well, and I, I didn't was, have an opportunity to go to church when I was younger. I didn't have an opportunity for this and that's not right. That's not what we're talking about. Right. Absolutely. So, um, but that's what I was, I was, this sparked what sparked the thought was, People say, well, not everyone has the same opportunities. You know, not everyone can go to college. Not everyone has that kind of financial backing. Not everyone, whatever. Uh, but a relationship with Jesus Christ, receiving our salvation. Requires nothing. Is an a- opportunity everyone can except, enjoy. Except faith. You just have to believe. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, actually, like I said, we all have the opportunity because in First uh, Timothy 2, 4, you know, God says he desires all men yeah. to be saved and come unto the knowledge of the truth. Um, it's that's his desire. He's not blocking anyone. He's not saying, well, you know, that guy. No, n- not at all. Everyone has the same opportunity. We, we only have to diligently, deliberately seek our salvation. We have to ask for our salvation. You know, it is a gift of God, but we have to receive it. Right. You know, um, well, and, and you know that I was thinking about this when we talked about it the other day, there's not a single thing in the Bible that not one person can do. Absolutely. There's not one thing that, well, that God puts in front of us that we can't accept. Exactly. And the things that we can't do ourselves, the Holy Spirit will enable us. Right. Right. Absolutely. So, 
But you can't look through the Bible. There's nothing in there that says, well, not that it doesn't say. There's nothing that you can say if you read in the Bible, that's not for me. There's no criteria right, that you have to meet nope. to come to Jesus Christ. No, it all happened on the cross. Absolutely. Anything prior to that, there were things we couldn't do without providing something like forgiveness of sins, like sacrifice. Right. But prior to or after that, there's nothing that we can't do. Well, if, if you look at life, and this actually just came to me, if you if you look at at life and, and the business world, um, there are criteria for everything. There's criteria for everything. You have to go to, which is a good thing. I'm saying yeah, as far right, as right. you have to go to college for eight years to become a doctor. You have yeah, you to, should, you know, right? exactly. I mean, that's that's beneficial for everyone. Involved. Imagine removing that standard. Yeah, exactly. That's showing up to get a tooth removed, exactly. and the guy's wearing a lumber apron. <laughs> you're yeah. like, uh, and you're the of, dentist, and bringing in a pair no. of vice grips. No, I'm the carpenter that just built the stairs outside, but I can take your tooth out yeah exactly what? so i mean it, we all have there there are things that there are criteria for you know you become an airplane pilot um an airline pilot right there's criteria to meet to become a pilot yeah. which isn't extremely necessary yeah there's criteria for so many things there's training and and this and that um you have to have a certain amount of money to um, invest in, in certain things. And there's, there's just standards for everything. Um, Driving a car, but coming to Jesus Christ, there is no, um, prerequisites. Yeah. It doesn't say, Hey, get rid of all your sin. Yeah. Then come to me. Exactly. Or, Hey, if you've never told a lie, I'll take you. Yeah. Right. There's none of that. The opportunity, you know, I thought I, this was interesting. Uh, this is something you usually do, but I pulled up the definition of opportunity. Okay. Uh, I was going to do, you know, I, I do this. I, I, I generally go and look at like word origin. Where did something come from? Where did this word start from? But I stopped at the definition because the definition pretty much grabbed me. It said a favorable or advantageous circumstance or combination of circumstances. It's not an opportunity isn't like falling in a hole, like an opportunity right. is something that turns out good. It produces right. a benefit for you. Yeah. It's, it has an advantage An opportunity. Isn't something people don't go and look for an opportunity and go, yeah, that's going to stink. That's going to be pretty bad. Right. Like following this Jesus guy. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's, that's not what an opportunity is. And when, when you, when you said in the beginning, we all have the same opportunity. I don't think people, it's not we all have the same qualifications. Right. We all have the ability to accept Christ. Right. We all have that. People just choose not to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyways, the real quick, the second one, a chance for progress or advancement, like in a career, uh, fit, convenient or seasonable time, favorable chance or occasion, favorable or favoring conjuncture or circumstance as to avail oneself of the opportunity to do something uh, to seize the opportunity. So when you look at man as opportunity, like I, I think about it in my mind that opportunity is such a, such an open thing for everybody. There's not, it's not like it, it here's what, here's what grabs me is people say, I didn't get that opportunity. But when you say right. that, that's not, you're already limiting the word itself. Right. It's, it's everybody has that opportunity. You just chose not to take it. Right. 
You know what I mean? Like if you look at opportunity as something that's facing you, you either decide to go to the opportunity or you decide to turn away. It's not something where you didn't have the opportunity. You just chose not to do something with yourself to get it. Absolutely. Well, you know, we were talking the other day um, about how people, they don't seize the the chances they they've been given they 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 limit themselves by making excuses um uh, absolutely you know they they here's you know this is what we say all the time you're going to find what you focus on yeah there are people that grew up in the worst economic economic situations ever yeah no one in their family had ever went to college um and they found a way to make it to college. It wasn't because their family won the lottery or anything. They found a way. They focused on determination. Exactly. They were determined to go to college and make something of themselves. Well, the opportunity for them to go to college, college was always, always there. Right. They were determined to get there. Right. Exactly. It always existed. But you know, how many people in that same family say you had five brothers? And one of them was just determined. He's like, I am going to go to college. I want to be this, whatever. Right. Um, But what about the other four brothers? They had the same opportunity. This one guy, he was determined. He went to college and he started a career. But the other four brothers, they didn't really want to work toward that. They didn't have the same amount of desire. They had the opportunity. They just didn't want to put forth the effort to make it to that point. Yeah. And that's what bites me, man. So, so badly nowadays hearing people complain and be little prima donnas about stuff. And, you know, and I get, I get, listen, we're feeling the struggle now. (laughs) We're feeling it now politically and socially and financially and economically, right? Like we're feeling it, but there are opportunities that present themselves and nobody is down far enough that they can't get up. Right. I mean, I understand there are situations that, Uh, People find themselves in, but there, I will tell you first and foremost, God is the answer, right? Like God is the answer. If you're, if you're in that spot in your life where everything is pretty bad, there is somebody that's worse off. (laughs) I mean, absolutely. That's the a B there's always, God will always love you. There's no, there's, it's not like, well, and I know we talked about this before where you were like, well, I got to clean myself up before I present myself to him. Right. It's not that truly doesn't exist. You come as you are. That's yeah. the, that's the, what the song says. Like exactly. It, well, th- I think a lot of that is limited understanding. Absolutely. I didn't really have an, an understanding. Yeah. Um, but I stepped out on not really faith. I didn't have that amount of faith at that time. I stepped out on hope. Yeah. Like maybe. You know, I don't have to. Maybe God will clean me up. And the more I learned, the more I realized um, it was a fallacy for me to think I have to clean myself up. I can't clean myself. Even after I received my salvation, I couldn't clean myself up. I can't clean myself up right now. No, no, there's so much, you know, my only, the only direction I was going with that is that there's, we limit ourselves. It has nothing. God, there is no limit with God. 
we limit ourselves. We find, I mean, we'll find any reason not to, Yeah, you know, we, we say it all the time. Uh, there's a reason for any reason. Like you can, you can find anything not to do something or yeah. to do it or to whatever. If you'll you use any excuse, you'll use yeah, any man. excuse. It doesn't matter. I was talking to this dude, uh, the other day on the phone, I told you about him, Kirk, the guy that, yeah. uh, uh, on Instagram and I was talking to him and we had a, we had a really good conversation for, for a while, for about an hour and a half. And, you know, he, he shared his story with me and I shared my story with him. It's interesting to me, right? Like when you talk about opportunity, man, we, we are our worst, our, we're our worst enemy Absolutely. for 40 for something plus years of my life. I found, a, I found every reason of the book not to walk with God. Yeah, I, I did. I remember, uh, and I'll get back to the, the story with Kirk, but please do. Uh, I remember when I was growing up in my house, my dad had this, uh, this picture and I'll set the scene for you. My dad smoked all day long, uh, drank, uh, the house was filled with smoke. Right. I remember this picture in our house when I was growing up, uh, and he was a linesman for a telephone company. He had this picture and it showed footsteps in the sand. And it was said footsteps in the sand. Right. And it was this thing about walking with God. Yeah. And it was just the foot, the footsteps. Yep. And I just remember, like, I just thought it was such a, a crock. Like, and I hate to say that, but my dad's right. drinking and smoking cigarettes right. and there's women at the house all the time. And he's got this, you know, this, uh, Jesus picture up there. Right. And I'm like, what does this have to do with anything? Like, yeah. but that was, if I just have, if I just hang this picture up, I'm a good dude. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it made, it, it, yeah. it gave this false sense of whatever. Right. When I was talking with this guy, Kirk, I was sitting there thinking, you know, like his story's his story, mine's my story. And we right. spent so long, uh, he had turned his life to Christ, uh, during this pandemic and, uh, shamdemic. And when, and I remember myself thinking, you know, we're two grown men, uh, you're included in this as well. And later in life, we turned our lives to Christ and got serious. Yeah. The rest of it was all a picture on the, on the wall. Yeah. Like, you know, we just were hanging on to whatever, you know, we, right. we had, we had things in front of us. You had your dad. My grandparents took me to church. Jeez. This guy, Kirk told me his dad, uh, was a minister, a preacher. Ooh, wow. So yeah. there was a lot of stuff in our lives, man, that, that for all intents and purposes, we should have worked out well yeah. earlier. They would, they pointed to the, they pointed to the path that we should have been on, oh, Yeah. but we were yeah. on our own path doing yeah. our own thing. Because, and I just thought about that picture yeah. because I was like, man, you know, I, what a, what a crock. Yeah. Uh, Actually, it's very interesting <laughs> that you brought that up because there's a picture I haven't seen in 35 years, maybe 40 is you know right before I moved here from West Virginia is in my grandmother's house and I'd seen it from the time that I was a little little boy yeah you know up until we moved or whatever and it was a picture of the resurrection have you ever seen this it's like a scene from the city and there are cars on the interstate and there's buildings and um oh, I hit my mic but anyway and um there's a graveyard there's a you know cemetery off to the right and then it's people coming out of their cars and their to graveyard and everything, you know, going going to huh? Jesus. No. You never saw that? No. It's a pretty cool picture. But anyway, no, it sounds cool. I just that haven't. image has stuck with has me. stuck with me. Yeah. 
like I said, I hadn't seen it in 35 years, but every once in a while, I'll think of that, that picture, but she actually was living, um, the life that I should have been seeking. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why, why I think about this. Oh, here it is. I just found it on the internet. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, but anyways, <clears throat> I know my brother, if he ever listens to this, which I doubt he will, but right, he'd remember that. It's just weird. I always looked at that and I was like, why does my dad have this thing up there about Jesus when it's, yeah. you know, when he's doing whatever. Well, you know, we've, we've made that point several times before. If you are going around telling people you're a Christian, you have a Jesus bumper sticker on your car and you have a cross hanging from your mirror and everything. And people are like, wow, you know, yeah. Uh, and, and it kind of strikes a chord with people, but then the next thing you know, somebody has cut you off and you're giving them the universal, <laughs> your number one sign and yelling and screaming. It kind uh, of dampens your, you're like, oh, well, okay, <clears throat> maybe being a Christian isn't all that. It's, you know, well, I up to be so I, uh, you know, I don't know why I jumped off on that when we're an opportunity. Well, yeah, I do. We're all given the same opportunity and sometimes we progress a little slower. Right. Uh, and that's in my case, uh, you know, we, we, we believe this thing that we're able to, to, to get by with it all. Right. Like right. we're able to just get through it. And, you know, a lot of people, we, we've said this many times, man, that a lot of people, you know, at, at 15, 12, 13, 11, they turn their lives to Christ and they, you know, in, in a, in a church and they believe and they understand and they're, they're going to grow. And there's all different areas where people take the opportunity when it's presented. Right. Right. And for some of us, it's taken a little longer. And, you know, I hate to think about the the people that have died without ever taking the opportunity because, right. you know, never be there again. To me, it's like, you know, I feel I, I've said this many times. I feel very fortunate that I took the opportunity and I was still alive to take the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, but there's, you know, and this isn't a convincing podcast. We're not trying to convince anybody. Uh, you know, I pray for people that will soften their heart every day, but there's an opportunity out there for you. It costs you nothing. Yeah. You know, it doesn't cost a thing. Our lives cost us plenty. <laughs> Our lives oh, yeah. of drunkenness. Uh, I mean, there's just so much that it, it, it will cost you, yeah. you know, not having the, not taking the opportunity that's presented in front of you with Christ. Right. And it sounds so, you know, I was thinking the other day, man, you got something to say before I uh, yeah. spit go, off in this. Go ahead. So I was thinking the other day, you know, I had a conversation with my son, my oldest son, and I talked to him uh, a little over an hour and I just talked to him about God and just about uh, the change in my life. And, you know, I shared the gospel with him and I and I and I didn't try to convince him because I didn't want to push him away. Right. But I just thought to myself, you know, when I hear this, when I hear myself talk, when I write what makes it so hard for somebody to, to feel it or understand it? Yeah. You know, because I think it, it sometimes is very uh, unbelievable for people, for some people, you know, they, yeah. you know, God really like there's a God that, but then I sat and thought, you know, it, and it was so funny. I was watching brother Matthew. I don't know if you saw this one that he did on creationism. Did you watch it? I did not, man, dude, you got to watch it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he's like, yeah, we evolved from an egg corn. 
like from an egg corn into a frog, into a squirrel who got hit by lightning, all our hair fell off and it turned into a man. <laughs> he right. says, yeah, that happened. Yeah. I mean, that's not exactly how I explain it. But anyway, so I talked to my son about this and I got to thinking like, how is it? How do you talk to somebody about this opportunity that exists for them that they can't see that they can't, that they, they struggle believing in. How do you present that opportunity to them? Because I tell you, man, you and I say this all the time, you know, we can go talk to uh, share the gospel with a hundred people. Yeah. And if they're dead set, not believing it, or they're, they've been in their ways for a while. There's people on both ends of the spectrum. There are people that think they have it all figured out, or they think there's really no need for it because we're all going to heaven. You know, they've, they've been, uh, taught this or they yeah. picked up on it. Yeah. And then you have people on the other end of the spectrum, you know, that, um, well, it's, it's too hard. It's, um, or it's too easy or that can't be it. You know, it's, it's really that easy that you just believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and, right. and he will forgive you. So you have, you have people on both ends, you know, and, um, it's, 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 it's bewildering. Yeah, it truly is. But here's the thing. Once you have just a little taste, you don't even have to have the full experience. Yeah. You just have a little taste of what Jesus can do in your life. Just some peace and joy, comfort. You will believe it. You will know with certainty. Yeah. I, uh, man, <laughs> I wrote, I was writing a devotion today cause I was reading in Hebrews and I don't even know what took me to Hebrews. Uh, Pretty much, I believe it's Hebrews 12. I, w- I would have to look at it, but it's in the entire <clears throat> chapter in Hebrews 12 where he talks about we're, we're sons of God uh, who for whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, right? Yeah. So I was reading through that and I was thinking to myself, you know, people, <laughs> people who have turned their life to Christ, like they're actual believers, or at least they've confessed to they, they believe themselves to be believers, right? They, right. they have turned their lives to Christ. And for whatever reason, let's just say they're, they're living willy nilly on their own. They're just doing their thing, right? They're not really putting forth an effort in this thing that's been given to them through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Right. Uh, and that perturbs me a little bit, but so they wonder why bad things happen to them. They, and they yeah. address these bad things as, you know, <laughs> uh, God's being a jerk, Right. Or he doesn't like him yeah. or, you know, well, you know, oh, well, I guess I didn't live up to my end of the bargain. Yeah. Right. They can't believe that they've, you know, lived a life away from God or that they've displeased him or been disobedient. Right. They can't believe that, but they have to believe God's at fault or somebody else's at fault. You know, yeah. it's almost, they don't want to believe that they're a child of God, but they act like a child. Right. And they, something bad happens in their life and they, and they automatically blame God. Like, why would God do this? Why would he let this happen? But yet you're a Christian and you've lived your life away from God, being obedient, worshiping him, bringing him glory, uh, you know, going out and telling people about the gospel of Jesus Christ. You're not doing any of that. So why are you surprised that, or maybe you're living in sin, you know, why are you surprised that you're chastened? Yeah. You know, you're a child of God. He loves you. He's going to, he's going to punish you. Right. Right. And sometimes it's not always severe. Sometimes it's not, you know, getting off the hook, but you know, we're going to be punished or chastened as the Bible says for uh, being disobedient to God as, as children of his anyways. 
I got off on a little thing. That's all good. Well, the the thing that I just took a deep breath. The thing that I want to relay the most. Yeah, bring it on a good note. Is we can't do anything to make God love us more, yeah, nor right. can right. we do anything to make God love us less. Yeah. Um, God loves us, but like you said, you know, sometimes. Th- Things happen to chasten us, to to make us change direction or to point out things that we need to work on. Or draw us you closer. Know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of people have, I mean, it's, they, they're not out living in sin. They're not actively pursuing that. But there may be a pride issue. Yeah. And, you know, like, like I said before, you know, sometimes God has to use a, a cloth. Sometimes he has to use sandpaper and sometimes he has to use a grinder right. to, you right. know, to get us to where we need to be. Because the thing is, God wants to use us. Uh, he would love nothing more than to use us um, to spread the gospel and to he has plans for us that we cannot even fathom. Yeah. Sometimes he needs to get us um, cleaned up enough to to partake in that. You know, you can't you can't go out and do God's work if you're the same person you've always been. No. So sometimes he's got to, you know, it, it it can be painful. You know, sometimes he's got to um, sand those edges off and make us a little bit. Um, it's only more. painful if we look at it that way. Yeah. Pain is only something we've been taught. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, I know besides the physical response, like right. how it actually hurts. Yeah. But pain, emotional pain. That's something we've only been taught to yeah. associate with something. Well, it's like if. <clears throat> When we start looking for the lessons in things, because here's, I was thinking about this the other day and it's not because I did it, but <laughs> okay. okay. That means you did. No, but go ahead. honestly, <laughs> but you know, um, we, we can be driving along and something happened to us. Somebody pulled out in front of us and we lose our temper. No, this is you. No, not at all. Not that day. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. we can be driving and somebody pull out in front of us right. and we lose our temper. And then scenarios, the same type of scenarios will happen all day long. And we're, we get all upset and we're like, why is this happening to me? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. maybe all those things are to point out. Um, maybe you need to be more patient. <laughs> yeah, you need to be more patient. Maybe you need to realize the only person you can control is you and right. how you react. Right. And so many things are, everything is actually a decision. Yeah. You know, how you're going to react to something. There are some things, you know, um, there are some things that are painful and hurtful as far as uh, emotionally. Absolutely. But our temper and our prideful reactions and things of that nature, um, we can control those. Getting offended. That's that's controllable. That is that is a an option. It's a choice. Absolutely. Because um, we well. You know, like I was saying before, uh, a lot of times those things just happen right. to us to point right. out something. Job, perfect example. I use Job so much because he was righteous. God called him righteous. But the trouble was he knew that he was righteous. And right. he was like, huh. and, you know, there's a point where he wanted to argue with God about it. Um, That's not smart. No. So God did not create the 
situations that happened. He allowed uh, the Satan to, you know, intervene and get yeah, involved and get involved take in things stuff. from Job. And- but it was a great learning experience for Job when he went to God and you know he realized that he was at times self righteous. Yeah. You know, and, and prideful. So there's a there's a you know, I don't even know. We got way off of opportunity. <laughs> but the when you talk about this, man, like like our response to things, right? Like so this morning I I get up in the morning and I try to be quiet. Like it's it's dark. Nobody's up when right. I get up. Right. And I feed the dogs. We have three of them. They're, they're pretty good. They don't, you know, they're not barking and whining and getting crazy when I feed them. So I get up this morning, I dish out their food and, you know, I take uh, one eats by the food container and the other two, I take their food to them. Well, this morning I get the food out and as I get it out, the lip of the thing I'm dishing the food out with gets caught on the food container and it goes right. all over the pantry. Right. And man, let me tell you, I mean. I don't know. I I laughed this morning. Normally that would have been a fiasco. Everybody in the house would have known I spilled dog food. Right. I would have turned lights on, ran the vacuum. Right. I would have had like, I mean, a blender going, the microwave. Yeah. It would have been crazy. But I look at that sometimes and that's not every situation. Don't, I'm not patting myself on the back. There's, there's things that happen. Like when that happened this morning, I was not awake at all. I hadn't even had coffee yet. And Stuff like that, when it happens, sometimes I laugh because I know how I would have responded <laughs> right? Yeah. normally, Yeah. but this is normally now. Yeah. That's not normally before, it's right. normally today. And when that happened, I was just like, geez, man. Well, like, okay. This is actually great because you just had a case of the dropsies in the last week. Because what was it the other day? You were drying out what? Basil or? No, that was yesterday. Yeah, that was just yesterday. No, I had. Yeah. So I grow, I grow basil and I had a bunch of it uh, drying out in the refrigerator. Right. Oh man, this may. Now that. uh, So how did you react that time? When you dropped the basil? It wasn't that bad. I I was on the phone with you. I was laughing. I was like, you know, this kills me. Because it's almost like an expectation. I drop it. It goes all over the kitchen. Right. And I go to grab. We have this little hand vac thing, cordless vac. So I go to grab it thinking I'm even shocked it's charged (laughs) because I go grab it and I and I do. I pick up the basil. But as I walk off, it all comes out the end of the vac. So I'm like, I'm on the phone with you. I'm like, wow. Okay, so <laughs> right. no shock there. Nobody has emptied this vacuum in probably a year. Right. The whole thing is clogged up. So I open it up and empty it. And, and you know, a couple of minutes later, Ashley walks in. I'm like, oh, whatever. I mean, what do I do with it? Nothing. You're because right. it's like, you know, you look at stuff like that, man. And it's like, it's crazy, dude. Well, the only reason <laughs> I bring that up is. Those are testable moments, man. Testable moments, but it also is it it shows you that you have grown. Yeah. Oh, because I and and guys, the guys, the people that are listening to this. This is this helped me tremendously when I would keep going through a situation or scenario that were were very similar. Same response. It was the same response, but when I started looking for the lesson or. How can I react differently or how can I not let that? Because here's the thing. Nobody can get your goat if they don't know where you have it tied. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. You know, you just just got to, (laughs) you just got to find out what, 
what triggers you and what causes you to react that way. And so much of it is, is a choice. Yeah. You know, because sometimes you react really quickly and it's not a choice when like you're swinging the hammer and you hit the wrong nail oh, and you, you smack your thumb. You know, you're going to lose your temper. You're going to say even, some things you're right. not going to, you know, you're going to regret, not regret, you're, you're just not going to feel good about. But, you know, there's some other things, you know, if, if somebody pulls out in front of you and they didn't cause an accident or um, it didn't really disturb anything other than your nerves, I mean, what did it really do? This is funny. I hope so. This is probably like three <laughs> years ago. I was in, um, I was in Lake City and we'd pulled up. I'd pulled up to this red light and this truck had pulled up beside of me. And this guy gets out of the truck. He walks to the car behind him and just yelling and screaming and filling his arms and everything. And apparently the guy had gotten too close to his truck when he pulled up to the stop sign Jeez to the stoplight. man. Well, I looked the guy that he was yelling at stopped like two feet away from the back of his truck. And I'm like, well, I was too close for that guy. I'm like, what is this dude like upset because that guy's air touched his truck or something? I mean, right. it was, there was no reason. But then I saw the same cat at, uh, at a grocery store and he was showing out there too about something else. I'm like, Oh, this cat, he's just looking for a reason. You oh, know? my gosh. Man. So, you know. Well, he never took the opportunity. No. Probably. No, he, nah, he, I can't say that. There's Christians that behave like that. Man, I'm going to tell you. Like, I mean. It's not being Christ-like, though. No. Nah, well, I, yeah, but gee, I mean, look, man. There's people, a time and a place. People peel the sticker off and slap it on their shirt all the time, man. It says, I'm yeah. a Christian. Yeah. And, they, and And you know what? Maybe they are. They don't behave like it. And that's a direct result of the lack of walking close with God. And that's actually why I enjoy doing these so much because. Keeps you in line. Yeah, it keeps me in line. But anyway, um, it's because Christianity looks differently for everyone. Their walk looks different. Yeah, we talk about that. everyone starts at a different place. Yeah. And some people get things. You don't know where that cat started out. You know that lost his temper. He <laughs> that may, might be better. The, yeah, <laughs> then jumping out, that yelling be, at somebody's a far cry from shooting them. Yeah, that may be tremendously better <laughs> right. from where he started. But even right. the guy that you, yeah, good that, point. You know that is, you know, he's a Christian, or and he goes to church and everything. Um, you don't know how his life was before. Sure. So that could sure. be a great improvement. Even yeah. you know, getting out and yelling at somebody. At least maybe he. Before he, you know, walked up to somebody's car and and hit them, you yeah, know, right, you, right. you just never know. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, I we haven't arrived. No one will ever arrive. No, that's not what my point was. My but, point was they're yeah. not walking. Yeah, they're not walking a walk uh, with Christ if they're behaving like that. And yeah. they are a Christian. Yeah, and they are a Christian. Well, here's the here's the thing. I think all of us can relate to. Um, you know, none of us are what we should be. No, but Jeez. we are not what we used to be. Right. So yeah. that's, yeah. I mean, that's a good point, dude. You should write that down if you haven't already. I'm, I'm sure I have written down somewhere. Uh, you'll never find it. I know. I, I I'll say, Hey, better. what did you say the other day on the podcast? And you'll go, Oh, I should have written that down. Yeah. I know. Uh, so what did I say? I don't know, bro. Okay. It's too late now. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you know what? It's recorded. Hey, there you go. (laughs) There's two bright bulbs in the box. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, the opportunity, uh, 
first off, thank you for listening to us uh, ramble on and on about stuff. And secondly, uh, the opportunity, if you know somebody, if you know somebody that that could benefit from the opportunity that's already there for them, uh, talk to them. Don't don't let it go by without talking to them. I've thought about several people as we were recording this that I know uh, maybe they just don't know the opportunity and what it is that's there for them. Uh, we take, I was thinking this earlier when you were rambling on and on about something, <laughs> uh, I was thinking this earlier, man, you know how many opportunities we take it all day, all day, all day long, every day. We, we take opportunities all the time. We take an opportunity to watch the TV or listen to the radio, yeah. or we get, we give our attention to something that is there just waiting for us to take the opportunity. Yeah. Advertisements all day, whether it's listened to or looked at. Um, we receive stuff in the mail. Yeah. I mean, there's stuff all the time that we, it's a, they put it in front of us, hoping we'll take the opportunity for it. The problem is we're not out there presenting the opportunity for other people to take, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And that is so important. We need to, um, we need to share the opportunity because here's the, there are so many people on this earth that know they need to, yeah. Um, come to Jesus and and allow him to work on their life. But there are so many that think, oh, I'll take care of that later. Oh, that or, was me, man. Yeah. Oh. It's no big deal, you know. I, um, I got this covered. And, yeah. And that is so dangerous. It is so dangerous. Yeah. That was me for the longest time. Yeah. Um, and, okay. So what's the guy that actually listened to all the episodes like in two weeks? That was Kirk. Okay, well, that I, was, I, I, I said two. I didn't say two weeks. No, no, no. He, but it was, it was he said pretty, he listened to all of them. Okay. So well, I, I know, know he listened two to, days or a month or. Okay. Uh, that's even in a month. Yeah. That's a lot of listening. And that is great. I just, and he says it helped him. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It, that we are relatable. So it's, it's not about us, no, but I'm just that, so yeah, thankful we, that we have. That's so reached, humbling. Yes, it is humbling. I'm just so thankful that we are able to reach people because we're just real, real guys. You know, we <laughs> struggle. We're not standing in front of a church. I just pinched and, myself to make sure. <laughs> and got, um, you know, we didn't get receive our salvation at 10 years old and live a perfect life and never struggle with anything. We struggle every day. Yeah. Still. And we're still, and we're still figuring this out. And I don't mean yeah. figuring out our salvation and figuring out who God is. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. Some, yeah. some knucklehead will sit there and listen to this and pick it apart and say, Oh, he's, he's not even saved. And he's trying to yeah. get people to be saved. Well, or whatever it was. We talked to an unsaved person one right. time or whatever. I wanted to bring this up actually. Yeah. Um, don't let me get well. caught up on a rampage. Yeah. yeah. Please don't. I'm not, trying. Not you parked, you pulled up too close to me. <laughs> that is gonna, I know, <laughs> you should right? move over, bro. So, but uh, here's something, you know, I think that it would have helped you. And I know it would have helped me in the beginning is, you know, we we're trying to figure it all out and we were trying to yeah. uh, put all this stuff in the hopper, you know? Right. It, I mean, just an immense amount of stuff, but for one thing, we'll never have it all figured out. No. Another thing, Jesus loves us and we can't do anything to make him love us more. 
He's going to reveal his word. We don't need to know everything. We just need to put our trust and faith in Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then I don't know exactly where it's at, but, you know, he talks about um, learning. You know, there's line upon line, precept upon precept. Right. It's it's an ongoing thing. You don't have to have all the answers before you receive your salvation. You don't have to have all the answers before Jesus will and the Holy Spirit, before Jesus and the Holy Spirit will... Um, reveal themselves to you and lead you and guide you and give you the peace, joy, and comfort. You just need to make yourselves available for that. You know, and and then I'll read the verse that you were referring to. But when you say make yourself available, what I, you know, here's, here's my thought. I don't know if this will help anybody or they'll just, you know, whatever. When, when I think about it, dude, like I sit, like I study during the day and I read and I pray, I was telling this guy, Kirk, and he was saying the same thing. And I know, so I know a lot of people do it. I know you do it throughout the day. I have conversations with God throughout the day. You know, God help me to, you know, approach this in a way that'll benefit somebody, you know, and they're, and they're short conversations. Some of them, some of them are very lengthy. Right. Uh, and some of them go, I mean, I'm talking throughout the day. Like, so anyways, my, here's my thing. We can choose to grow closer to God. We can make that something we pursue. We are active in it. Yeah. And when we sin, right, whatever that sin looks like, I mean, it could be, it could be something small. It could be a thought, whatever, or it could be something large. That's us walking away from God. That's us choosing to look to something other than God. I'm not talking about when you're at work and you're running a machine or you're doing whatever you're filling out paperwork or whatever. That's not sin. That's just doing your job and you're in thought about something else. But when you actively are in thought with sin or in action with, with sin, you're not pursuing God. So I look at it this way. The stronger I pursue God, the less likely I am to pursue sin. And when I'm not pursuing God at strength, then I'm, I'm more leaning towards sin or I could be involved in sin. Uh, and that's when temptation gets stronger. So anyways, that's my thought. You know, when we, I have to be, for me personally, I have to be pursuing God in order to stay away from sin. Otherwise I'll be tempted to draw closer to sin. Right. Uh, so the verse that you were talking about, Isaiah 28, 13, but the word of the Lord was under them precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, they that might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. Uh, and then uh, twenty eight ten was just before that, the same thing for precept must be upon precept upon precept, line upon line upon line, here a little and there a little. Uh, is that the one you were talking yeah, about in is. Isaiah? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I believe, you know, it's, it's just saying, you know, here a little, there a little, it's, right. we're not going to have all the answers. We don't, no, no. it's, it's unfathomable to even imagine that we can have all the answers oh, yet, but, you know, before we come to Jesus, we have to have the answers. And I just want to say one last thing. Uh, so many times we struggle with things that God is able and faithful to get us through, but we don't fully take the opportunity yeah. Um, yeah. to access the power that's available through his son, Jesus. Yeah. And that <laughs> it, this is such a vast conversation about opportunity. Uh, there's a lot of information. I don't want to make it. I, this is never about you and I. 
we don't ever have these conversations like, hey, we've gotten somewhere. Let us show you the way. This is how we did it. This is yeah. this is all of it. That's not it. This is two guys that love, love talking about the Lord, love talking about their relationship, love talking about all things Christ. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're doing in hopes that somebody will get that fever and say, man, I want to I want to grow close like that. Yeah. Uh, that's not to say it's not without exception. Right. Our exception is we're men. We, we fall down, stumble, sin, uh, you know what I mean? We have great days. We have bad days. I mean, it's just like everything else, but we're not going to pretend like it's all golden and rosy. Uh, but there is so much good when you're in front of the Lord, when you choose to be that way. Yes, there's a lot of good things. I mean, there, nobody will ever understand, uh, the struggles, unless you've been in the struggles and found a way through that yeah. struggle with the Lord, yeah, uh, not through a bottle, not through an addiction, not through masking it up or something else. I mean, yeah, and it's just, I just wanted to say, we're not, we have not arrived. This is a daily thing. The, the best thing about it is you learn every day how to grow close to God. Right. Every single day you read and pray, man. And you, and you have a desire to help other souls. Man, there's nothing like that. And this actually is just the only reason this this podcast came to be was because we finally got it through our thick heads that God loves us and and he yeah. can use two knuckleheads like us. <laughs> yeah. You I know? hate to laugh, and, but I but, mean we are. Well, right there. I mean, the opportunity was always there. Mm-hmm. We just didn't see it. We didn't feel yeah. worthy for one. We didn't know the steps for another, you know, of receiving or truly having our salvation and right. yep. and um and just sharing with other people. We didn't understand all that. And I'm just thankful that we, the door has been cracked and we can, right. you know, see. I want to, I want to read this last one before we go. Cause I looked up, you know, if, uh, if opportunity had been used in, uh, the Bible, uh, the actual, you know, if the word opportunity had been used in the Bible, uh, just so I could read some of the verses and see what it says. So Galatians six ten I thought was a pretty accurate depiction. Uh, it says, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. You know, I thought that was, I thought that was good, man. We'll wrap it up with this. I mean, Galatians six ten. Uh, we have an opportunity, just like we, we have an opportunity to live in Christ. We have an opportunity to show people what that looks like, Yeah, that they can look to us and see Christ in us. The yeah. way that that he's presented himself, uh, we have that opportunity. I, and I tell people, you should live like that. You should live like Christ is living in you. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you're just you know you're misrepresenting what he died for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so be be an opportunity for somebody. If you know somebody, a family member. Uh, we don't ask you to share this podcast for us. We I could care less if you if our names were ever used. But if you if you think this would benefit somebody to be relatable to them in a way that they would understand uh, what a relationship with God would be like, then share it with them, you know, present it to them. 
hey, I got a podcast you could listen to. I mean, we're not, I mean, we're not very eloquent, but I mean, at <laughs> least at we'll, <laughs> right. But at least we'll talk about, I mean, we'll t- talk their ears off for them and you don't have to <laughs> yeah, uh, for an hour about God. Uh, yeah, then absolutely. we get a little stirred up sometimes. So are we going to plug our, uh, do your thing, chicken wing? You want to? Yeah, okay. yeah, do it. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. guys, we, we've been pretty excited. Or do you um, want to wait for the next do an episode? Not now. <laughs> not now. No, no, no. I like to cut you off. So, man. anyway. Ever since Brenda said I cut you off all the time, I try to do it as much as possible. Go uh, ahead. You don't have to try. But yeah, anyway, um, guys, man, we are so excited. We... Um, and this is all for the glory oh, of God. You're going to be like that guy that yeah, talks about exactly how to no. f- how to how to fix a dent in your car, and it's a 45 minute YouTube video. Exactly, he could just come out so, and say it. So anyway, guys, um, it's all just for the glory of God. But we have golly, <laughs> you've already Stop said that. Come on. Anyway, we have uh, put together this discipleship program um, just to. Help people get an understanding. Not that we have arrived, we have all the answers, but we know where to find them. And we just want to help other people find the answers as well. And um, there are some churches out there that have some pretty strong discipleship programs. Yeah. But there are some that don't. They don't put that much emphasis on it. And it's so important um, for people to help other people learn about Jesus and understand the love of Jesus and the for lack of a better term, the benefits, everything that's available to us. There's benefits through (laughs) a a relationship with Jesus Christ. And we just, we're excited. That's going to come out um, January. Yeah. First week in January, we'll roll it out. Yeah. It's uh, it's four books and each book has 12 modules and each book. So each book is designed for a step, a separate place in your walk. So if you, if you, you know, I mean this, and I, we're not going to take this episode to explain the whole thing. We'll actually do a separate episode. Uh, but each book will, is designed to help somebody depending on where they are in their walk, yeah. uh, from, from being a new believer to somebody that sat in church, but really never dug deeper to, yeah. Uh, somebody that's really taken a deep dive and wants to know how to apply what they've learned in their life. Uh, and like Alan said, this isn't, this, listen, this is Bill and Alan coming to you on the real, like this isn't, uh, it, we put some work into this, but this isn't, this isn't giving you everything. This is just giving you what was important to us that made yeah. it more understandable for us. And just to maybe streamline practical because it. it's, it's taken us two and a half years to get to this point. And if we can help someone get, get there a little point. quicker. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. So, and we've looked up, we took a, we took a bunch of, we looked at a bunch of discipleship programs and some of them are pretty, you almost need a degree to get through. Yeah. So Uh, we're trying to keep this one simple because that's all we know. What you need to know (laughs) to get you started and pique your interest. Yeah. Uh, uh, So here's some good news. It, uh, we will make it available during the week for people to, it'll, it'll be an online course uh, through zoom with, uh, with you logging in and Alan and I, you'll get to see our pretty faces. We'll go, th- <laughs> we'll go through the discipleship program. We would love for you to have somebody go through it with you. Yeah. Uh, or you disciple somebody, uh, through this program, uh, online with us. Like you pick somebody that you would like to go through the program with. Uh, here's the, here's the, here's the best thing. Uh, everything materials, all of it, 
we are not charging a thing. Uh, we are not going to ask for a fee for anything. We just want to see people get discipled and learn more and crave more uh, of a relationship with God. Uh, this doesn't. This isn't going to take anything away from what you're already doing. It's only going to add to it, and it's going to be a benefit in somebody's life because you're going to get to share Jesus Christ with them. Absolutely. And I, like I said, there are a lot of churches out there that have great discipleship programs. There are some that don't have any. They don't, there's some that don't put an emphasis on it. No. And it's the most important thing, I believe, outside your salvation. People need to learn how to walk with Jesus. Yeah. That's that's what it's all about. So. Well, and they need to, and they and and here, and they don't need to do anything. They do whatever they want. But all this is doing is 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 bringing you the information from the Bible in a way that's relatable and easy to understand. It's just putting stuff in front of them. Uh, anyway, so not to get too much into that. Uh, stay tuned to hear more about that. The second thing is, uh, do you want to talk about the other thing that we're kicking off or no? Which other thing? What are you talking about? What other thing? <laughs> Jeez Louise, man. Yeah. I don't even know why I bring you over here. I don't either. Ugh. Anyway, so we're going to be doing a video segment as well. Every week, we're going to do a video recap, which is going to be a segment that talks about the podcast. It's only about 10 minutes long, right? Yeah. Or as long as you want to talk. Oh, it, no, it can't be that long. long. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, it'll be a video segment on YouTube uh, that'll be about 10 minutes long. It's going to recap uh, the episodes that we put out and probably talk about the ones that are coming up and then, uh, they will be, yeah, that'll be it. So anyways, Alan's back on his phone. So I gotta, I gotta wrap this up. <laughs> He's got stuff going on. That's way more important than this podcast. <laughs> no, I put it on note, do not disturb, but it's still buzzed. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't buzz like it normally does. Okay. All right. So anyways, look forward to that. We appreciate you listening. We always look forward to your comments. Uh, anything that you have to say, we appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to us and go out there and spread the gospel to somebody. Guys, have a great day. See you. So that's it for this episode. We're glad you listened and hope you'll come back. Visit www.graceworkswithanx.net to listen to past episodes, read our daily devotions, or provide feedback. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send us a message through Instagram, Facebook, or our website. And if these episodes have been an encouragement to you in any way, please share them. Have a blessed day.